Join us and unwind with a good book. Welcome to Relaxing Reads. Okay, welcome once again to our monthly book club chat. I'm Anne from the Morning Breeze in New Glasgow. I'm Simone from Breeze Afternoons in Vancouver and Edmonton. And I'm Deb from the Morning Breeze in Halifax. And our latest book is People We Meet on Vacation by New York Times bestselling author Emily Henry. It's about two best friends, 10 summer trips, and one last chance to fall in love. The story unfolds via dual timelines, shifting between the present and flashback vacations, following the main characters, Poppy and Alex, to places like San Francisco, Tuscany, New Orleans, and even Victoria, which I'm sure Simone enjoyed quite a bit. In present day, the two are in Palm Springs, awkwardly figuring out to how to take up space together without getting too close two years after their last trip, which was to Croatia, when they ruined everything by getting too close and they haven't spoken since. So thoughts on our latest read. Deb, you just finished. What did you think? I did. I did. But you know what? I am a sucker for rom-coms, so I absolutely loved it. Um, You know, two seemingly you know, pretty different characters that come together in the best kind of way. Poppy, so free-spirited. Alex, not so much, but still willing to play along. And I love them together as friends, and I loved how it unfolded, their relationship. Mm, What about you, Simone? Same. I just, you know, it took me a little bit to get into it in the beginning because I wasn't sure when I saw the title, you know, how they say don't judge a book by its cover. uh, I thought (laughs) it would be about all these interesting characters that they would meet along the way. I just really enjoyed getting to know them and what they were about through the flashbacks and the chapters and just the whole time wondering, why are they not together? And then it kind of, you know, made sense near the end. But same with Deb. I love myself a good rom-com and I felt like this was a nice easy read. It's something you can just pick up, get through it. You don't have to think too hard about it. And I think that's why it was a great one for us to choose over the summer. Yeah, I totally agree. It was a, it was a perfect summer read. And I'm a huge fan of When Harry Met Sally. And this is like an updated version of the movie, which many say set the standard for the classic story of friends who fall in love. Now, Emily Henry gets into this in the reading guide, which is provided at the back of the book, which is really neat. And I just wanted to read a part here because I thought it was kind of neat. She said she didn't set out to write an homage to one of her favorite romantic comedies. But obviously, this uh, left an indelible mark and uh, planted a seed of art appreciation for characters who grate and irritate and infuriate until the moment they suddenly don't, not only because they've changed, but because you've begun to see the full picture of who they are. And I thought that was so neat to uh, read about that because I sometimes I flip to the back of the book first. <laughs> and when I saw this, I'm like, okay, when Harry met Sally, I can get behind that. <laughs> so it was fun to read for sure. So let's get right into it. Which vacation of Alex and Poppy's would you most like to take? So Simone, I had mentioned that, of course, they were in British Columbia for one of their trips. So uh, what do you what would you say for yourself when you were reading this? Well, that's the one that did stick out the most to me, because during this last year and a half, when we really haven't been able to travel, first of all, I love the book for this reason, because it just let you mentally escape to all these places when we really can't be going far right now. But that one did it. It was nice because that's something I can foresee doing 
growing and it's close to home. And I love the whole vibe of when they were, you know, just in Tofino and meeting people because I know that it's so chill and relaxed there. So that was definitely a fun one for me. And I also really like Nashville because that's been on my bucket list for a while. And when they were exploring that and the bars and stuff, it just um, that one kind of spoke to me, too. What about the other side of that? What would you least want to take as far as those trips are concerned? I don't know if there was one I would say I wouldn't want to do. Maybe it was, what was it, Sanibel, when they just were kind of in the rain and describing that. Like, even though that was a beautiful destination, that kind of was like, ah, oh, that's one maybe I'll skip. Because everybody thinks <laughs> about when you've been to an all-inclusive and the weather is terrible. So I think that would be one yeah. that didn't kind of, you know, make me want to go there just because of the weather. I'm with you on that because I'm weather obsessed. Whenever I'm about to go on vacation, I'm on vacation. And then when I'm back home from vacation and the weather's really nice which happened to me recently um (laughs) i that stressed me out and they were like oh it's no big deal it's raining that would totally yeah it would irritate me but anyway what about you deb where would you want to go where they went in the book and what vacation would you least have wanted to been a part of well i think simone like you I, i love you know the fact that bc was you know one of the highlighted um destinations and I loved that because it was the first of many of their trips and it, it kind of started so much for them and their relationship. Um, but also Tuscany, even though they, they weren't together, um, they were in, in different relationships, but uh, something about Tuscany has always been in the back of my mind and I, I thought that might be quite interesting, but also Nashville too, because there was a whole lot of fun going on there. And I also love... Simone, as you pointed out, living vicariously through these characters and, you know, people thinking, okay, oh, remember we did, we had a similar situation happen to us while we were vacationing that one time in this city or something similar to what they might have experienced or, ooh, yeah, that's something we won't be doing when we eventually get back to those vacations again. I kind of concur with the places that you said. And uh, also, I wanted to add New Orleans. Uh, that's definitely on my list. I thought that would be so cool to uh, go check out. And any place where they were talking about food, especially in wine, Tuscany, mm. as you mentioned, Deb. Uh, probably the other one I would add for not wanting to go was the Palm Springs one, even though that's where it all kind of comes yeah. together at the end. I do not like it when it's too hot. <laughs> and it felt <laughs> like I could feel the heat in that area when they were exploring it sort of in the off season when it was way too hot to be vacationing there. So I would say Palm Springs as well. Um, yeah. Although, you know, those trips where everything is out of whack or, or full of lessons and laughs, just <laughs> like, you know, what yeah. what they went through. New Orleans, sure. uh, uh, when they described what was going on there uh, and Bourbon Street, I've been there for a friend's long weekend. and oh, fun. It, it brought me back because their description of everything, the, you know, the ghost tours, the, the old you know, homes and the the bars back to back and, and, you know, the music on every corner. It was absolutely a flashback for me. So I thought that was well done. And when I picture a place like New Orleans, like you just think about like when they say the sticky floors and stuff. Oh, yeah. I've never been there, but I can can picture what it would be like walking Uh through there, you know. With a drink in your hand. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, those hurricane drinks. 
Right. Yes. Well, they were they were mentioning like pretty much like all the different places they went in in sort of the signature items at the various places. It was it was neat because we haven't been traveling a whole lot, as Simone has said. So it's, it was sort of a, a way to escape when we can't go too, too far these days. So that was nice. When they first meet, Alex and Poppy are immediately put off by each other. Have you ever made a friend... <laughs> Uh, after a bad first impression. So I, I put this question out before we we, um, we get into this conversation today. Did you get a chance to think about it, Simone, and, and think about a time when that happened to you? I did. And, you know, I think it's just the opposites attract thing, whether it's been, you know, with friendships. I know with me, I'm just, I'm somebody that needs to feel like I'm liked. I like to be likable. <laughs> and so when, I, I think it might be a trait in this business. I know. Uh-huh. But yeah. I feel like when I've met somebody who maybe hasn't warmed up to me or enjoyed my company and I feel like, hey, why don't they like me? And so sometimes I will push harder and be like, I am going to make them fall in love with me. <laughs> and she is going to be my friend because I like her. But you also see that some people are guarded and they have their reasons, like the character of Alex, like for him to, you know, he really started to open up around her but he had this past where he was a certain way so I think it's just understanding that that sometimes you can't just judge a friendship or somebody based on your first couple of interactions because sometimes you know people like us like you say in this industry we're just known to want to talk to people and be friends with everyone and not everyone's like that so I learned that a while back where it's like sometimes not everyone is going to warm up to you right away they might need some time I think that's kind of kind of how I feel that I've had people where there's been some bad first impressions but if it was somebody I really wanted to be friends with I kind of worked at it and what about you Deb oh yes and um, I have to agree especially with with colleagues who've become some of my besties Um, people who this this one particular um, friend stands out Uh, when I when we first met I thought Well, he's very serious and a bit standoffish. And right now, he is one of my best friends. But he he turned out just to be shy. And even though a lot of us in this business, you know, can appear to be like, you know, very outgoing. Oh, they've got to be the extroverts. They're socializing. They're they're on top of everything. And, 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 you know, they've got their hands in everything. But there's a little bit of us... um, that or maybe a little part of us, maybe more than that, that has more of the introvert on most days. So it takes a bit of time. And and with him, with both of us, I guess, um, there was a little bit of that shyness from the beginning. And we didn't really know, okay, is this going to work? Like, will we be able to work together? And we found out that we've got more in common than than we thought would ever happen. <laughs> I always like that Oprah used to say we have more in common than we have our differences. So I always try to when I I'm the same as you, Simone, like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very aware of, you know, uh, I'm, does this is this person comfortable? Do they like me? Am I like I uh, and my problem is, is that I I talk so much probably that anybody that is quiet feels a little bit standoffish from it. So I, I when I saw this question <laughs> and when it came across it because it's in the back of the book actually is one of the questions um i thought well it's probably this is the case for somebody else about me because i'm probably sure i can drive people nuts because i talk so much and i i could very much relate to poppy because she was probing him with questions and everything and i'm super nosy and i do that when i meet people and sometimes i'm sure it can be a bit daunting <laughs> for 
<laughs> when I'm asking a hundred <laughs> questions and everything. But um, I like to think that usually they come around. <laughs> so, um, oh, and I you're just curious. Sure. <laughs> You're just curious and interesting, interested yes, in other people. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, interesting to sort of break it down and think about it, and uh, to to read about it in the book. So, why do you think it takes Poppy and Alex so long? to admit their feelings to each other. And it really did. Like, I was wondering, I was like, this has got to happen on one of these trips at some point. And you're going through and they're having lots of fun. But it does take a while for things to finally spark up and happen. So, um, Simone, let's start with you on this one. I think it's just they didn't want to ruin the friendship. And I feel like, uh, you know, this reminded me of when my husband and I first got together. We were polar opposites. I was in radio broadcasting. He was an electrical engineer. And, you know, we just started hanging out and we became friends for a year. And the whole time, he told me this after, he had liked me. And I kind of liked him too, but he kind of, you know, had this high school sweetheart I thought he was still hung up on. And so we just were friends and we kind of dated other people in between. But finally, after a year, I mean, it didn't take as long as Poppy and Alex, but after a year, we kind of just admitted to each other that we liked each other. And so I, I think that was it because we were we were talking on the phone every night after school and just you know hanging out and getting to know each other but it was that whole line of do we want to cross this because we're friends but at the end of the day the fact that Poppy and Alex were friends for so long surprised me because you don't often hear that that a friendship can last especially with the opposite sex I mean that's nice mm. if it happens but often you do separate because then you get involved in your new worlds and your new partnerships and you can be friends as couples but it's so rare to have the friendship go that long but I just think that's what it was they were just too afraid to take that leap because what if it all goes wrong and now you've you know, had these 12 years, like in this book, you've spent with someone and now it's just gone, right? Mm. I was thinking mm -hmm. that when Alex had the girlfriend, oh, I can't think of her name right now. Sarah. <laughs> you just read it Sarah. down. Say, Thank you. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. They were, like, there was one of the trips where they were together, like they were going out and he still went away without her, not the Tuscany trip, but one of the other trips. And I thought, well, she's, you know, I, I don't know how I'd feel about that. <laughs> that would feel a little bit weird. But anyway, it, it happened. And, and at, still at that point where they were still just friends. And I'm totally with you, Simone. They, they didn't want to damage their friendship. And I'm sure you concur on that one. Deb, anything to add to oh, yeah. why you think they, it took so long? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's just what you've both said. Like the friend zone. It's so it's so special. It's a sensitive area. There's there's. A lot to lose. I mean, there could be obviously a lot to gain, like for instance, Simone and, you know, you know, get, getting um, into the relationship further and creating a family, which you now have. Um, but you know so much and you, you really do understand each other so much. And it must be so difficult for Poppy to have seen him with Sarah and thinking, no, she, she doesn't know you. You, you know nothing about him, but. I've had that happen as well where I've I've got a number of male friends but going out with them for you know just to grab a bite to eat or hanging out where they could also be you know hanging out with their significant other it's difficult it's touchy because there's always the assumption from that third party that isn't necessarily the third party like you know I should be the third party um they're always wondering, even though there's nothing, nothing happening. It's just, it's very sensitive. Okay, so I'm going to have a spoiler alert here. If you didn't get to the end of the book, stop now. 
And if you did, this is reminiscent of when Harry met Sally. They get together at the end. And <laughs> were you thinking, okay, this is good. They are going to make it. Or were you thinking, eh, maybe, maybe not. So, uh, Deb, what about you? What do you think? Do you think they're going to make it after all? I do. Do you know what? Honestly, though, um, the last few pages, I had a thought for a moment. It's not going to work out. There was still a little uncertainty, but I'm so happy it happened the way it did. And yes, I believe in the romance, so I am believing in Poppy and Alex. Mm-hmm. Simone? I think so, too. I think, you know, they built such a great foundation being friends. They know so much about each other. They know what their struggles are, whether that's location and how they want to do life. But at the end of the day, Poppy's always been, you know, the one who's always been traveling, wanted to leave her hometown. But she says, wherever he is, that will be my favorite place. So I think they'll end up together. They'll work together at where that that home is going to be for both of them. And just because they have that deep-rooted friendship, they'll be able to kind of work through any issues that come their way. The only thing is... Did she not have the coolest job ever? Like, I yes. can't believe she gave it up. Oh my goodness. It yeah. was, it, what a dream job. So she was paid to travel all over the world and write about it. And I would think that that was one of the coolest jobs. So it just goes to show you, like, how much Poppy loved Alex. And, and as you said, Simone, wherever he was, was home. So it didn't matter where it was. And uh, she was going to be happy with him. But... Man, that was a cool job to give up. I was like, oh, wow. Although, you know <laughs> what? Maybe maybe there will be a follow-up. That would be maybe. wonderful. And and post-pandemic, he could be teaching through Zoom or through Teams That's or, right. you know, yes. so she could yeah. still do her traveling. Maybe they can work yeah. it out that way. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I guess to end with, what's something you do on vacation that you're unlikely to do in your daily life? Simone? I feel more free when I'm on vacation. If I go out here and say it's you want to go dancing or you want to go out, I always feel like you're going to run into somebody you know and maybe you're a little bit still kind of stiff. But I feel like when you're on vacation, you're just in a good headspace because you're relaxed and you're just more maybe chattier than usual, making friends <laughs> and vacation friends. So I just feel like yeah. you're you're in a different space and nobody knows you. Nobody knows your backstory or, you know, us in the media, we obviously behave a certain way. And I feel like not that I'm going to do anything crazy on vacation, but you just kind of feel like you, you're not being judged for your profession or being a mom. You're just kind of getting to just be you and let loose and have fun. So I really like that part of vacation. What about yeah. you, Deb? Yeah, 100% agree. Let loose, be more outgoing, more adventurous, willing to try something new. Um, and for me, I found that in particular, I, I traveled a number of years ago uh, to New Zealand and... Um, I, I felt like I was more open to telling strangers things that I might not necessarily tell some of my closest friends or family members, especially while I was flying. I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I feel like I'm in a, <laughs> a, a safe space with this person who I've just met, but I'm spending 13 hours in the air with you. So why not just throw it all out there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with everything. But you've done a lot of traveling, Deb. I've <laughs> done, a, I've done a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good for you. Good for you. I what the only thing I would add to that, and it's just because I literally just got back from vacation not too long ago. Uh, whenever I go on vacation, I I take a lot more um, time to read and play games. 
that's I know it sounds silly, but it's something I did play lots of board games and card games and and yes, when when we meet people on the beach or wherever we happen to be, we're much more likely to say, Hey, where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Where are you, what are you checking out while you're here and all the rest of it? Like I mean it's not too often unless I know somebody that I go right up to them, although well, maybe sometimes I do. Never mind. I'll take it back. <laughs> so yes, uh, I was I was very happy to read people we meet on vacation while on vacation on the beach. So it was really fun. Uh, anything you want to add about the book? I think that's just it. It's a nice light read. It'll you know let you escape um, from anything you're kind of living in your day to day, and yeah, it'll make you want to take a vacation whenever you can. But uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I do too, and I, I love that the escapism of it, and uh, it gets you excited. I think. I mean, I highly recommend. I think we all do, but um, it gets you excited to think about what's coming, what could be on the horizon for many people as we, you know, start to see more things that are familiar and somewhat normal in our communities and our, you know, in our regions again. That's right. It felt hopeful. And at again, at the end of the book, in the uh, background to the book and the reader's guide, she does talk about, you know, at time of COVID and writing about traveling and, and how a lot of it we've taken for granted over the years mm-hmm. when we used to go here and there and jump on an airplane and go somewhere. Of course, we can't. We do have more uh, freedom these days with restrictions being lifted. But at the same time, it's going to be it's going to be different for traveling. So to just see them be so free, carefree and uh, going uh, to all these great destinations it was it was really fun to read and and just sort of leave the world for a moment <laughs> so yeah it was great. keep keep dreaming about those things yes i want to thank you both Anne and deb for our chat today and thank you again for listening thank you for kicking back and relaxing with us we hope you'll join us again on relaxing reads